Welcome back to your safe space, the beauty and being real. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Beauty and Being Real. In today's episode, I will be discussing the topic of boundaries, how you can set them, some examples of my ones, some examples of research that I've done, what they actually are. This involves general friendships like family, um, romantic relationships at work, literally anyone in your life, the boundaries that you can set with them if you choose to, how to set them and also how to respect others. And at the end, I'll be answering some of your questions. So without further ado, let's get into it. by saying what actually is a boundary so a boundary is a line which marks the limit of an area a dividing line so that can be it says here like a country boundary like something in cricket but it's like when you set boundaries I think it's important to set boundaries in every relationship it's a line that people shouldn't cross for example they should respect your beliefs. Like, for example, I'm vegetarian, I don't eat meat, and I eat vegan as much as I can. They should respect that, and I respect what they choose to eat. And that's a boundary. They don't try and make me eat stuff that's got meat or dairy in it. They don't try and change my views on that. They just have respect for that, and that's a boundary. I will go into some examples of boundaries that I have set with people and why I set them, why I think they're important, how you can set your own boundaries and a few other stuff like that. I also wanted to talk about red and green flags in relationships, whether that's romantic or friendship. But I want to start off by sharing some love affirmations. So I'm open to a healthy, loving relationship that is right for me. I feel like a lot of people, like the affirmations for relationships is I'm in a relationship he is x y and z she is x y and z but i feel like i really like i'm open to a healthy loving relationship that is right for me because i don't want a relationship that's toxic that's not correct for me that's abusive like i've had in the past i want something that is healthy happy and safe my heart is prepared to receive love I feel like that's really important. Uh, one thing I do want to say is I don't say these a lot because I'm mainly focusing on my career and friendships and stuff like that currently preparing to move to London, everything like that. By the time you're listening to this, I probably would be in London. I'm pretty sure I will be or I'll be like a week away from leaving. So I'm not actively practicing these currently, but I feel like they are important if it is something that you want a romantic relationship. My nose is really bunged up. So I don't know how this is going to sound. <laughs> Carrying all the affirmations. I'm in a wonderful relationship with someone who treats me right. Like I said earlier, I feel like people... This affirmation is like manifesting, stuff like that. Um, I have an episode coming out about crystals and spirituality and manifesting and everything like that. Where I'll go into this just a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I feel like we've got to be really specific. So our thoughts attract what what we're saying so if we're always negative we attract negative things positive obviously that's not always 100% the case but that's just what I believe personally so you've got to be really specific you can't just say I'm in a relationship it's got to be I'm in a wonderful relationship with someone who treats me right emphasis on the treats me right because you deserve nothing less than to be treated correctly and you deserve so much more than the bare minimum speaking of what is the bare minimum 
So healthy partner respects you, doesn't show aggressive aggression towards you. I feel like if you're in arguments and they're they're throwing stuff, hitting the walls, like punching things around you to scare you, if you feel scared and unsafe of your partner during a relationship, even if the aggression is not physically hurting you, the aggression is still present and it is still scary and it is still not okay. Also, I feel like there's a whole taboo about going to therapy, like couple therapy and stuff like that. I feel like, well, I feel like a lot of people should be going to therapy individually. I know it's really difficult because I'm trying to get into more therapy when I'm 18, don't get it free and there's like such long waiting lists. But I feel like couple therapy is good. If you really love someone and you want to make it work but you're struggling, I feel like couple therapy is really good. Um, obviously doesn't lie, doesn't pretend, doesn't like, I don't understand how people can lie, like I said, relationship, well no, I didn't say that, I'm gonna say it now, relationship built on trust, if you are constantly lying to your partner, or your partner is constantly lying on you, how can you have that foundation of trust, like the relationship does not work unless there is trust, and I know a lot of people have trust issues, I have like abandonment issues because my friends have like left me in the past I left school stuff like that and that is something I'm working on and if I'm being honest I don't know how to heal that I'm trying my hardest to like research it and everything like that but I'm just not sure at the moment and that's why I wanted to get into therapy to like go through it obviously the waiting list but yeah I feel like there's a lot of healing you have to do before you can even think about going into a relationship Another one is doesn't like quarrelling. I feel like if you and your partner are constantly arguing or they seem to enjoy arguing, it's just not healthy for anyone. Of course, arguments do happen when you're in a relationship, but it should not be a daily, weekly occurrence. Like, it shouldn't be often that you to be like, what's going on? Doesn't abuse. I don't even know why that isn't a boundary when it is the bare minimum. But unfortunately, a lot of people put that down as a boundary. I had... In I, later on, I'm going to go into my boundaries for personal relationships, friendship, and romantic. But I actually wrote down doesn't cheat on me, and I was like, wait, why is that a boundary? That is the standard. And if you are going to cheat on someone, you should not be in a relationship. That is common knowledge. Like, I don't understand how people can do it, but that's a whole another story. But. I feel like that shouldn't even be on my boundary list. So I'm going to actually cross off doesn't abuse and doesn't cheat. A lot of these, unfortunately, should be the bare minimum. But in today's society and everything that's going on, it is difficult to actually get the bare minimum, which is why I feel like everyone should be working on themselves so they can give... I feel like you shouldn't be in a relationship if you are not constantly working on yourself, you've healed your trauma everything like that obviously healing your trauma is a big thing and it takes a while and you can have obviously like a partner or someone there to help you but for example I wouldn't currently go into a relationship because I'm still trying to work through some shit which I need to do before I'm able to go into a relationship one thing that happens a lot I was on Instagram yesterday and I saw a video of it was a football game and it was like the kiss cam and everything like that. And this guy went down on one knee, acting like he was going to propose to her and then just picked up a beer and downed it. So she obviously got her hopes up. And I feel like, personally, I know some people would find that funny, stuff like that. I personally, that would 
be humiliating for me and that's one of my boundaries doesn't humiliate me doesn't like joke about me at my expense because I feel like if they are trying to put on a show for other people at the expense of my happiness how can you truly actually care about me if you're willing to do something like that linking back to the argument section where I said doesn't enjoy argument like doesn't actively argue with you sort of can find a compromise and solve the problem instead of standing their ground no matter what open to communication if you can't communicate with your partner I don't really know why you'd be in a relationship because communication is so important all when it comes to trust everything like that comes back to the don't cheat on me boundary even though that shouldn't be a boundary it's all about trust and everything like that but if you're with someone who is right no matter what you must see their point of view or an argument will happen you need to put boundaries in or you need to enter the relationship so this next point links to my male and female standards where i spoke about how men should be able to show their emotions and i feel like you should have someone who isn't afraid to show their feelings because how can you actually build like a deep connection without feelings that's the whole point of a relationship they should respect themselves and you I feel like a lot of people just want them to respect, like, for example, I would want someone to respect me, but I'd also want them to respect themselves enough to sort of have the awareness of what they're doing with their actions, how it can affect other people. Again, linking into their film feelings and everything like that. I personally would need someone who's independent, so not overly clingy to me. Like, obviously, that's just from previous experience. I have a very busy sort of work career and I'm going to college soon so I need to have someone who's also quite independent because then we can both make time for each other rather than me struggling to make time for one person when they're always available because then it can become very overwhelming in my personal experience. I also feel like you should think about each other first but obviously not in every single case scenario but I feel like again that's linking to the communication. They shouldn't be rude to you, they should respect you, everything like that also I've had this in the past a lot changing their mind every now and again one minute they want a relationship one minute it's friends with benefits one minute you're blocked the next minute they just want to be friends the next minute they're kissing you like someone who is clear steady and choosing you as a priority should be your choice someone who doesn't play games someone who is actually mature enough and to actually take care of you and give you what you need because you are deserving of a healthy relationship and you deserve someone who respects your boundaries. So I would like to give a few of my boundaries just to sort of give you guys some ideas on if you're struggling to come up with your own, but I feel like it is a personal journey. So it is best to have your own because you know yourself best. So this is just general relationships. Don't call me Leash without my permission. I know that sounds really weird, but when people like, I don't know, call me my nickname, it can freak me out a little bit. I don't know why. There was someone who I used to work with who would just go, Leash, Leash. And I'd be like, how the hell? I don't know who you are. How the hell do you know who I am? And it just panicked me. Like, once I got to know them, fine. Can we Leash all you want? But when I first meet you, I'm like, okay. Unless I say, like, I'm a Leash, but you can call me Leash. So one thing that's happened to me before means that I like to initiate physical contact. That doesn't mean sex. I mean hugs. Um, just like high five stuff like that or at least ask me first please do not just do it because it can make me panic and also I just sometimes cannot I won't feel safe enough to hug them in that moment like it doesn't mean that I don't feel safe with them that I don't trust them it just means that in that moment I do not want physical like 
contact. This is linking into an episode I'm doing in the future regarding eating disorders, no opinion on my weight, good or bad, or what, when, how much I eat. I feel like that has always been something that I have struggled with and just comments like that can really stress me out, make me not want to eat in front of people, which I struggle with already, stuff like that. Another thing I get a lot in dance is commenting on hair on my legs, underarms, like I will shave when I have like ballet and stuff like that, but during the like half time I probably won't shave just to give myself a break and stuff like that. Leading on from that, do not comment on my stretch marks or scars. I feel like they're very, very personal to each person and I feel like a lot of people will have that boundary, but that's just something that I sort of go with. Now this one, it's a little bit difficult to explain. So if you are not in a romantic relationship with me, do not tell me that I have to stay in a relationship, especially the ones that I've been in before, when I need to leave, if I do, what I should do in a relationship. Because a lot of people don't realise that they don't see everything that's in a relationship. And by actively telling someone to like, stay with them and stuff like that, and they don't know what's happening, it can be really detrimental. And that's from previous experience which I'll get into more in another sort of episode that I've got planned but yeah of course give your opinion like help me out with advice stuff like that but you can't put pressure on me to do something that I do not want to do and also the person in the relationship can't put pressure on me to do something I don't want to do this is just more a general note so moving on to romantic relationship boundaries I'm currently not actively searching for a relationship. I'm working on my career because that is the most important thing to me. I have a lot of healing to do before I get into relationships and stuff because I feel like I won't be able to handle it. As seen in previous experiences, I've got some work to do first. So this is just my general romantic relationship boundaries. Um, so like I said, same with general, even though, like holding my hand, hugging me, stuff like that, it can be kissing me on the cheek or just kissing me it can mean a little bit much um it can cause me panic attacks so just let me initiate that or asking first or like even if you think you're protecting me like do not grab me or like pull me or push me anything like that because one that physical contact is horrible and two any physical contact can freak me out um and remember that no when I say no I don't want to kiss or anything like that doesn't mean keep trying because I remember I would used to have to lie and be like oh I haven't got chapstick or I don't want to kiss you and they would just do it anyway and yeah so I need someone to actually respect that boundary and I understand that sometimes I cannot handle physical contact and it does not mean force me. I need alone time so I will not be forced to see you like every single day of my life I obviously I want to spend time with you and everything like that but I'm not going to be with you every minute of every day at the end of the day I've got my career if I'm even when I'm sick or exhausted or I just need alone time I will take that I'm not going to put my mental health like as second best when there's multiple times I can see when I'm in a better state of mind when I'm happier and when I'm ready and happy to see you and like spend time with you Obviously, if I am in a relationship, I want to see them and spend time with them. But at the same time, I need alone time. I think it's healthy. And I think they should also have alone time. Because, yes, you're building, like, your life with your partner. But that doesn't mean that your whole life and the only thing in your life. Um, One thing is 
uh, another thing is like have you can have an opinion on what I like wear what I do what I say what I eat but you don't get to control that that is down to me that is up to me and that is my decision alone you can advise me you can have an opinion but you cannot actively control it because that is something that I decide and I choose thank someone and their family for having you around like message after say thank you and also if you're around someone's house and their parents are there like say like have a conversation with them I remember one time my ex came around and he just completely ignored my parents like how rude is that like literally just he my dad tried to speak to him and he just blatantly ignored him it's like are you joking so disrespectful if you're gonna be like that go away get out of my house quite frankly so leading on again for more affirmations i am loved more than i ever thought was possible i only attract healthy relationships and moving on from that let's speak about healthy relationships and what it actually is healthy boundaries you can set healthy relationships everything like that so a relationship should always bring out the best in you make you a better version of yourself, motivate yourself to be constantly improving, everything like that. It should feel like home, feel right, sense of belonging. It should feel... Yeah, so I've never experienced stuff that feels good. So, like, when I first read that it was supposed to feel good and nice and safe and happy, I was like, whoa. And I feel like that is really important that a lot of us don't realise it's not supposed to be this painful thing. It's supposed to feel amazing. And sure, it's painful at some points... And if it ends, it can be painful, but it's not supposed to be constant pain. They should care about your well-being. They should want what is best for each other. They compromise. They sacrifice. They wouldn't risk losing you. They wouldn't put things in place and do things and say things like cheating on you or something like that and put themselves in a position to lose you. If they cared about you, they would not do that. They, again... Obviously, the entire point of being in a relationship is not that it consumes your life and that's all you have. You have a life outside of it, but your lives are being intertwined. You're working together. You are a team. Also, it should just be happy. You should have realistic expectations of love, but that should include happiness, safeness, joy, because what's the point? I never understood when people were like, your priority in life should be happiness. I was like, how can I be happy if I'm not successful? But I, as I've grown older, I've realised happiness is the most important thing. Because what's the point? If the relationship isn't happy, what's the point of having one? They, they shouldn't have to fulfil everyone in need, obviously. But like I said, happiness. Okay, so moving on, I have some questions. So the lovely Daisy asked, how can I tell my parents to stop getting involved in my personal life? Now, I feel like parents do this because they care, they want to start a conversation, everything like that, but I do understand it can be a little bit much. So, like I said, the entire episode, establishing boundaries. If they ask you something that you don't feel comfortable answering, just say, oh, I don't really feel comfortable answering that. You, can, you don't owe them an explanation as to why, but if you want to say why, you can. 
it's up to you. I feel like you need to sit down and have a conversation with them. If you want more privacy, ask for it. If you, if there's certain topics you don't want to discuss, say. But at the end of the day, I, there's like you don't have to be like mean or rude about it. There is a way to go about it, like respectfully, and that's by setting boundaries. Debbie has asked, "What to do if someone disrespects my boundaries?" I would say, first of all, make sure your boundaries have been completely communicated, because otherwise, somebody might not realise that they've overstepped the mark or disrespected the boundary, so make sure you communicate them. But if someone does disrespect your boundary, I would have a conversation with them and be like, this is the boundary that I set, you clearly disrespected this, and have a conversation with them about it. If it continues to happen, evaluate whether that person should remain in your life if they are constantly disrespecting you and your boundaries. I wish I had strength when I was younger to stay firm on my boundaries and like tell someone when they cross it so I feel like that is really important and it's something that I would do now after my years of like growing as a person. Rasil asked what to do if I accidentally disrespect someone's boundaries because they were not communicated to me. So I feel like a lot of people could go on the defence with this and be like well you never told me stuff like that but I feel like if someone is communicating with you and saying that you hurt them take accountability you could explain, like, I didn't realise that was your boundary. I'm sorry, I will take that into account in the future. Is there any other boundaries I should be aware of? It's all about communication. Like, you've got to communicate your boundaries and people have got to communicate them to you to have, like, a mutual relationship, in my opinion. Like, a good, healthy, mutual relationship. it for this episode i really hope you guys enjoyed and i hope this gives you something to think about to sort of set your own boundaries how to communicate your boundaries to people and how to what to do if someone disrespects yours and how to respect other people's as always if you have any questions or points please dm me everything is in the bio that you would need to contact me and i'll see you next week for another episode of the beauty and being real This podcast was written and recorded by Alicia Smith. It was produced and edited by George Ray.